What's up, everyone? Welcome to week 15 of the NFL season, episode 7. It's December 15th. I'm alone. I'm Max. Let's get into it. First off, we wanted to warn you guys about the sound quality. Uh, I know it sounds like we're in a bathroom right now and we're in a smaller space. Um, we'll fix that up for the next episode. Sorry about the sound quality. We'll try to uh, make it better with the picks that we have and the quality of the picks that we have today. Mm, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Um, but first off, let's review week 14. Max, did you make the playoffs? I did make the playoffs. I squeaked in. Um, in my main league into the sixth slot. My league does six spots for the playoffs. Um, I still lost, though. I'm on a six-game losing streak after being on a six-game winning streak. So that's interesting. Um, but Kyler Murray um, tore his ACL. Obviously, let's first talk about that for him. That mm-hmm. sucks. He's going to be out for a while. Um, and then a little bit less important. But for me, I have no quarterback anymore. So I don't know which is more important for him or for me, but um, it's it's a bad situation regardless mm-hmm. um, of who you think it's worse for. Yeah, I mean, for my league, I unfortunately did not make the playoffs. Uh, I had a tough year this year. I honestly thought I had some sleeper picks at the start of the draft. It didn't really work out in my favor. Um, I, I avoided last place. I avoided the punishment, which I'm pretty excited about, but... Um, I miss the playoffs. It sucks not being able to really play for anything now. Um, but just cheering on the top four of my league, trying to cheer on for a really exciting couple of matches here. And I'm really just looking forward to the World Cup final at this point. Now I'm still going to watch the NFL no matter what. Like I'm still going to be tied in. Um, definitely massive Eagles fan, hoping for a long playoff run. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, our picks last week were pretty good. The Cowboys, yeah. running backs popped off. Pollard and... Elliott had solid weeks. Uh, Kirk had a pretty solid game against Detroit, I believe. Yep. Um, it was a high-scoring game. Uh, the Vikings lost, but um, I don't know. I, I think also Christian Kirk had a solid week. Jerry Judy, your pick, three touchdowns yeah, last week. Yeah, it was week. pretty nice pick. Came, really came out of nowhere. Isaiah Pacheco, less than his projection, but um, still had some still solid solid. Uh, but yeah. Garrett I, Wilson had a pretty decent game, I believe. Um and then I gave a little bonus to David Njoku. I think he had a touchdown, did he not? Or am I making that up? Mm, I don't know, actually. That's a great question. But um, let's head into week 15, get in the present a little bit. Now, this is... He did. He went crazy. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Nine targets, seven receptions, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Jeez. Watson loves his tight ends. I've been saying this. This has been known. But enough about week 14. Let's get right into week 15. Yeah. Malone, why yeah. don't you kick us off? Yeah, so, I mean, week 15, this is probably one of the most important week um, for you guys that made the playoffs, um, whether you're in a four, six, or eight-man playoff. Um, it's really important to, to just focus on your roster right now. You don't have to think about the future, really. You just have to get this W in this week. Um, a lot of solid matchups as well. We have... A lot of close games at the same time. There are a lot of lopsided games. games a lot of divisional matchups. Um, but my first start of this week is Dak Prescott against Jacksonville. Now, 
Dak has had a really alarming season, and it's been up and down. I mean, with his injury and then coming back, he hasn't been able to throw above 300 yards this year. Um, he kind of fell out of the top. I mean, he used to be considered a top five quarterback, maybe in top seven. He's kind of fallen out of that, maybe like uh, just outside the top 10 now. His production hasn't been too consistent. Uh, his highest scoring game this year is 25.4 points, but I think it bounces back a little bit here. I think Jacksonville will actually put up a good fight against the Cowboys defense. Um, and Jacksonville proved it uh, last week that they were able to win bigger games. I think they'd, be, they'd beat Tennessee. Yeah. Um, so I think this will be actually a pretty close game with Dallas and Jacksonville, and the game script will probably favor the passing game a little bit for the Cowboys. Um, and Jacksonville secondary has also struggled this year. Um, so I could see big games at a CD, uh, maybe even Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz getting in there too. Um, but also, I think a lot of players forget about the reception, or I just, just the receiving ability of Tony Pollard and how that benefits Dak. So I think Pollard could also see some receiving looks, but I, I see a big week out of Dak. I, hopefully he bounces back. I do like Dak, even though he's on the Cowboys, but I see, I see a solid week from him. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I'm not to disagree with you on this one. Uh, I think I'm gonna get the, into this a little bit later, but I don't think Jacksonville is gonna be able to really put up so many points this week. Um, they've gone against some really easy defenses in the past two weeks in terms of quarterback and points allowed against the quarterback. Um, like I said, I'll, we'll, we will get into that when we go to our sits, but I guess a little update. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence is one of my sits. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think Dak is actually going to have to do that much. I think um, Zeke and Pollard have good games, but um, I'm not expecting anything so crazy from Dak. But, you know, that's why that's why we do the pod, have some mm-hmm. disagreements, right. makes it more entertaining. So we'll see. But um, my first start this week... Um, someone who's been very unreliable this season. Um, I think he's definitely favored in games where the offense is in negative game script situations. Michael Pittman. Um, so this week he's going against Minnesota. I think Minnesota, after that loss to Detroit, has a little bit of a bounce back week. Shows us that they are a great team and one that will make a big playoff push and hopefully... For their sake, can make a Super Bowl after years of playoff. Um, I don't even know what you'd call it, but it's just unluckiness in the playoffs. Um, obviously, it's not just luck, but I feel like they've been robbed a couple times. Um, but I love Pittman in terms of targets. They're going to be down a lot, I believe. And I think you just have to force fe- force feed your best receiver in these situations, and I think Pittman's that guy. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you too. Um, I, I mean, it's been a little. Actually, maybe I might disagree here a little bit. I think uh, the quarterback play has just been so interesting for the for the Colts this year. I mean, Matt Ryan, like he's a solid quarterback. He can throw it, uh, but he, he can throw it. He can throw it. Can ball. throw it. Uh, but I don't just. I just don't have that much faith in him to make these big throws. And I, I think Pittman maybe has a solid game, but at the same time. I think Matt Ryan is very limited, and if Minnesota gives him a lot of pressure, um, I can see the Colts kind of losing grip of this game a little bit. Um, and I think, I mean, it, it, you could see Pittman getting some uh, some reps here, some good reps, because Minnesota uh, will probably 
I mean, their offense might actually get held a little bit by the Colts' defense. I think the Colts' defense is very underrated. But um, I don't know. I just don't have that much faith in the quarterback play, which could translate to Pittman's production. But um, hopefully he proves me wrong. I also do like Michael Pittman as a guy. He's a pretty cool dude. He is a cool dude. I just um, want to mention one more thing. This is an interesting um, wide receiver cornerback matchup, I believe. Um, Stephon Gilmore will be yes. shadowing Justin Jefferson so look out for that it'll be fun to watch yes very fun alright <laughs> my second start of this week is a little obvious I have to say I mean maybe for some teams that are really good he's on the bench uh, maybe a flex player now but uh, Miles Sanders against Chicago uh, now I know Chicago's defense has actually not been too bad this year um, I mean they've definitely struggled with the run game I think I think they've struggled the run game the most. Um, and in their secondaries, I'm pretty solid. But this, I think, will be a pretty lopsided game. Uh, the Eagles showed it, like, last week that their offense has, hasn't really been able to be stopped. Um, with, and just a run game, specifically, uh, Miles Sanders going for 144 yards last week with two touchdowns. I love seeing him get that many carries too. I think they're giving, starting to give him a lot more production than he's used to. Are you an Eagles um, fan? I'm not actually, oh. um, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I think I think the Eagles probably will lean on the run a little bit here. They might air it out for the first two quarters, um, but I do see another big game from Miles Sanders. I think he's very underrated under this Eagles offensive line that honestly is probably one of the best. I don't even think there's that much bias there. Even the NFL announcers. No, I'll, g- I'll give you that one. Their offensive line has been playing very, very well this year, and I think Miles just keeps benefiting from that. Um, the train keeps going. Yeah, I like that a lot. I, I do. I, as much as I hate to admit it, and <laughs> let you keep going with this Eagles nonsense, they do look very good. Um, Malone actually clutched up last week, and yeah. we went to the Eagles Giants game. Yeah. Malone was very happy. It was a bit sad to watch on my part, but um, it was a blowout. Great experience. A lot of fun, but. I just saw in person what Miles Sanders can do. Mm-hmm. And Giants def- Giants rush defense is not terrible. It's not a bad defense. Yeah. Um, and he offenses. just torched. Yeah. And he didn't even need that many opportunities to do it. He's a, just a great, efficient runner. I loved him coming out of Penn State. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say. He's a beast. Yeah, I played Saquon. Anyways... Saquon was hurt. Saquon was hurt. Who's your second start? Um, I'm going to run it back this week with Isaiah Pacheco. Um, I think we're pretty good at picking running backs going against the Houston Texans defense. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's literally the best team, or arguably the best team in the league against arguably the worst team in the league. I think a ton of positive game script for Pacheco and the Chiefs, which gives him a ton of opportunity. Um, against a horrendous defense. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I think he puts up at least 15 this week. Um, great, great stash if you got him in your leagues. Good good on you. I have to agree with you. I am, uh, I'm, tr- I'm trying to start. I am starting Pacheco this week. I mean, my game doesn't really mean anything, but um, I think, I mean, last week he had a good amount of yardage. Jarek McKinnon did. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting name. Jared McKinnon had a really good game last week. Uh, I think that was... I don't think that's going to be consistent, though, because McKinnon should be able to show that earlier in his career, and I think this is, like, the one game where he really just, like, went off for no reason. And McKinnon did out-touch him, but I think Pacheco 
um, was doing really well, even with the run, with the amount of carries he was getting. And I think Pacheco will probably have the majority of the carries this game. Um, McKinnon was just getting a lot of receiving looks, helping him like stay on the field. Um, but for my third start, uh, a guy that's honestly got under the radar. Wait, wait, hold up. Before oh. you go on, I want to say something about McKinnon um, quickly, if that's okay. Yeah, it's... Thank you. Okay. Um, in terms of like just McKinnon, um, I don't think he out taught uh, out um, snapped him in, in out snapped Pacheco in the rushing game, mm-hmm. but since it was such a close contest somehow against Denver, he got that receiving work nine targets, seven receptions, one hundred twelve yeah. yards against this Houston defense. He, they're not going to be need, needing to rely on a running back for yardage. I mean. I mean, Pacheco had 13 touches for 70 yards, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and three targets on passing. So, yeah, you are right. I mean, McKinnon was on the field because they had to pass more, and McKinnon's kind of receiving back for them. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry yeah. to cut you off. No, no, no. Um, my third start of this of this week is a guy that's kind of gone under the radar a little bit uh, with the rookie quarterback now in the offense. Uh, it's Deontay Johnson. Uh, now, I, I mean, Deontay Johnson's a very solid receiver in real life. Um, and him and, him and uh, what's his name, George, George Pickens, they're a pretty fun duo to watch, uh, I have to say. But I think this week is actually going to be pretty beneficial for Deontay Johnson going against Carolina. Um, now, I think this is actually going to be a close game, and it's not going to be a fun game to watch because both, both teams are kind of boring, um, and they're both kind of... I guess tanking in a way. I mean, both maybe are eligible for the playoffs, but I don't see them in the playoffs this year. Um, Johnson had 14.2 points last week and had eight targets. Week before that, he had 11 targets. Week before that, he had eight. So his targets are starting to ramp up with the improved play of Kenny Pickett, and I think that continues against a weaker Carolina defense. Um, I know they have like J.C. Horn and a couple other DBs that are pretty solid, but... Um, I think Johnson has a solid game. I think the game script favors him as well with having to pass it with being a close game. Um, but, yeah, I think Keontae Johnson shows his talent a little bit here, and he has not had a touchdown this year, which is a little sad to see, but I hope he gets his first one on Sunday. Yeah, I don't mind that take. I, I think he's a crazy good receiver, very underrated, yeah. especially with the quarterbacks he has. he's had to deal with. Last year he was a beast with Big Ben. Um but, yeah, there's just no one there to throw him the ball. I mean, don't look for upside in this play, but if you're looking for, like, a 12 points, yeah, I think he yeah, could definitely yeah. get you that. Um, my third start is DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones versus Baltimore. Um, he's really established and establishing a connection with Deshaun Watson as Deshaun Watson gets adjusted back to the NFL. Looks a lot better. Um, from that first game um, he's got a good matchup against Baltimore um, last week I believe DPJ had 14 targets I believe so I mean he out targeted Amari Cooper so I mean maybe this is the connection to look for in Cleveland um, and yeah, just a terrible Baltimore uh, defense. 12 targets, 8 receptions, 114 yards for Peoples Jones. So look to start him this week again against a bad defense and Watson getting acclimated. All right. Moving on to our sits of the week. There you go. Uh, um, now, first, this is a, a controversial take here. I think. 
a lot of people are, are lovers of Geno Smith. I think this week I'm a little bit uh, less confident for his performance uh, going against the Niners tonight. Comeback player of the year. Big I, game. I, um, I think Jeremy stop loss if he's out there. He will agree with this take. Um, <laughs> massive Niners fan. But the Niners defense has been really impressive this year. Um, just recently, too. I mean, they are number one against the run in fantasy. And, I mean, probably number one in real life too against the run they have been playing so well i mean their dbs are playing really well they're, they're, i mean it's just it's hard to score on this sf defense here um, we go okay <coughs> sf sorry um the niners I, they held i believe the dolphins to um only a couple points i mean the buccaneers held blowout the was crazy yeah, last week um and i think that continues against the seahawks who honestly have not been that strong recently and they just lost to the Panthers last week, which yeah. is a really bad sign for them and their fan base. Um, but I think now I love Gino. I'm a big supporter. Hopefully he gets comeback player of the year. But um, I don't really think he's that top-tier quarterback that people have been saying he is this year. Um, I might get a little bit of hate for that. but Yeah, you're going to get hate from me. He is a top-tier quarterback. I, 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 just, I, I think he's pretty limited. I, I think he's kind of getting bailed out by defense. Controversial no, take. But I think this very defense takes over this game. I think the Niners honestly kind of dominate. I know it's going to be a divisional game, so it could be closer, but Niners dominate. Brock Purdy shows that he is him again. Um, and Geno can't really air it out as much. Are you done hating on Gina? I am done. Okay. That's, that's, um, that's my two cents. So I agree with you for this matchup, but I do think that Gino is that top-tier guy. I think he's proven it. I don't think he needs – yes, it's nice having a good two receivers, having good defense. But, I mean, have you seen some of the placement of some of these throws he's had? I mean, he's elite. He has a crazy story. He's been counted out, been backups for all these starters. Um I mean, none, none of this is personal hate towards him. No, I know, I, I know. Story. I, hope, I know. I hope he does really well. I just. I no, just, I know, and I agree. I agree with you for this game, but I do think he is that top tier guy. Um, I think he has it all. He has a great coach with him, and definitely comeback player of the year. I don't want to hear Saquon, even though I'm a Giants fan. I like Gino a lot better for that award. Um, but I think we just spent about five minutes talking about Gino. Anyway. Um, that SF defense, SF, yeah. the SF defense. The Niners defense. Yeah. It's so good. Like, <laughs> I can't so lie. It's so good. I love Hufanga. He's one of my favorite players in the league. Anyway, my first sit is actually a two-for-one deal. Um, I'm going to go Miami running backs against Buffalo. <laughs> Um, assuming both of them are active, because Wilson, Jeff Wilson has a hip injury and did not practice yesterday. I don't know if he practiced today, um, but if they are both active, it's a it's a split backfield. I think this is going to be two of the best offenses passing wise going against each other, um, and I don't think there's a lot of room for the rushing game. I think Miami's going to be down a bit. Just that's just a just a gut feeling I have, and I I just don't really trust either of these running backs if they're in a committee this week. All right, but my second sit, um, I'll keep it brief here. 
please. Uh, Dame Montgomery versus Philadelphia. Oh my God. Dame script doesn't favor. I said it before. I don't think they're going to be running it too much. Fields will probably have to be running away from the Eagles deep line. Um, we'll have to pass it majority of the game. I don't think Montgomery will get too many touches. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was quick. You're right. Yeah. Uh, my second sit is going to be Josh Reynolds of the Detroit Lions. Um, I just think there are too many mouths to feed here. Um, <laughs> Jameson Williams looked great in his return. He had one catch, but I mean they're getting him and getting great. him in. <laughs> they're getting him in more involved slowly. Um, but he torched that defender on that touchdown catch for 41 yards or whatever it was. They also have Amonra St. Brown, DJ Chark, DeAndre Swift. I just don't think there's enough room for Josh Reynolds in this offense. Um, and if it's not Josh Reynolds, then it's DJ Chark. But one of them is going to be ridden out of this offense. Um, so I would definitely sit him. Yeah, he had a great game last week. Um, but I don't know. Jets defense is tough, too. I wouldn't rely on him this week. Mm, I have to agree with you. And then my third sit here, um, a kind of an easy one. I feel like you guys probably know this one too. Marquise Brown against Denver uh, with Kyler now being out for the season. I think it's Colt McCoy at quarterback. No, they um, elevated Carson Strong from there. Uh, Carson Strong was supported that guy. He never got a chance on the Eagles. Sorry, I just always tie things back. Crazy. Um, wait, is he... No, I don't know, but they called him up. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll probably we'll probably see um, how how good Colt does, but honestly he's he's a little bit older. Um, they probably won't trust him as much as Kyler. Probably won't have as much freedom to throw. Um, and I could see Hopkins probably getting a majority of the looks, not Marquise Brown. Yeah, I agree. Um, Brown stock is definitely dipping a little bit, um, and I could see that continuing against a pretty strong Denver secondary. Yeah, I like that. And my last sit. Um, I mentioned it a bit earlier, Trevor Lawrence against Dallas. Um, So in the, I'm just gonna give you a little statistics over here. In his last two games, he's played against the worst, or the best, sorry, the worst defense against quarterbacks in Detroit, week 13, and didn't even have that great of a game. Then in week 14, last week, he erupted for 368 passing yards, three touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown against the second-worst team against quarterbacks, fantasy points-wise, the Tennessee Titans. Week 15, he now gets an incredible Dallas defense. Um, I think he comes back to earth. Um, He's been great lately, but... I mean, he's just had the matchups, and I can't really rely on him against such a good Dallas defense. Um, Just one more thing I wanted to mention that I forgot before. A bonus little start, if you're looking at the running back position, um, I'd start Zonovan Knight. He looks good um, as the lead back for the Jets. James Robinson has pretty much been ridden out of this scheme, and Detroit's just been bad against the run as well. Um, so and he's involved in the passing game as well. So there's a bonus little star for you. But now we are going to be moving on to game picks. Mm-hmm. So right. should we review week fourteen? Well, let's just give him a quick. What's week fourteen? What did we do? We tied. This was seven, our worst week. Seven and seven out of thirteen games. Not very good. But um, yeah, I mean, it's still at an overall score of 
Max being 55, 29, and 1, while I am 52, 31, and 1. Um, not very good. Not very good at all. Um, but we have a week. Max is still ahead do. of me, but we got week 15 here. Week 15. Starting out with um, SF versus <laughs> Seattle tonight on Thursday Night Football. Now, both of us went with the Niners. Uh, like, we were pr- praising that. E- um, Eagles. We were praising, How does it come up in every conversation? We were we were praising that Niners defense, um, and we both know that it'll probably continue. Uh, Brock will probably Brock doesn't really have to do that much though. He, he does has amazing playmakers around him. Uh, but I mean, hope Debo gets back quick. Um, really praying for that guy. Uh, with Ayuk and Kittle and McCaffrey, Brock just has to hand it off. So SF gets that. Next game, what do you think, Max? Yeah, we got the Colts against Minnesota. Um, we both went Minnesota here. I don't think that's such a surprise. Even if Stephon Gilmore can shadow Jefferson, which I don't think is the case, they've got other options. They've got a strong run game. This offense is lethal. Top five offense in the league for sure. Jeez. Minnesota, you disagree? Yeah. Um, I don't think the Colts can keep up. Moving on to Baltimore against Cleveland. Lamar is out again. I'm taking Cleveland. Malone is taking Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland as well. I don't think uh, Tyler Huntley keeps uh, that. I think the Cleveland offense is slowly getting better. Um, yeah. It'll be a close game, but I think Cleveland squeaks it out. But this next game, I think, will probably be the game of the week. Miami versus Buffalo. Um, divisional game. I think I'm taking Miami here. I've been a Miami sport the entire year. Yeah. I really like Tua. Uh, I think... It'll be very close, high scoring. Miami takes it though. Yeah, I like two or two, but they're gonna lose. So okay. <laughs> so Max is taking Buffalo. I'm taking Buffalo. Short and um, sweet. This next game, Philadelphia Eagles versus the Chicago Bears. Uh, is a pretty easy one for me. I'm doing. I'm doing Philadelphia. Yeah, I'm doing Philadelphia too. Next. <laughs> Detroit against the Jets. I just can't have you talk about Philadelphia for okay. an hour. Yeah. 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 I mean, is there is there anything you want to discuss? Nah, really, really nothing else. Miles Sanders is going to go I crazy. I don't want to be, I don't want to be too, like, confident though, because they could always just lose the game and then I could and actually, be shambles. When we've done that, they have lost. Yes. The game. Yeah. Commanders. That's true. So. Um, Stand up for the Commanders. All right, Detroit versus yeah. New York Jets here. Um, now we're both going Detroit here. Um, I really like the Lions team. I think their culture is really cool. I'm really big. It's a good word. The zeitgeist. Yes. Yeah. The Dan Gam- Dan Campbell. Really big Dan Campbell fan. I think he's very just fun to watch. Entertaining locker room. Uh, I hope Detroit makes the playoffs too. Um, I'm rooting for them. Maybe my second favorite team right now. Um, They're so likable. And I think they not. continue the run right now against the Jets. Uh, Jets could fall out of the playoff race too. Um, but... Both these teams I really like, which sucks that they're facing each other, but Detroit. Yep. You went with Detroit as well. Max yeah, with Detroit. I'm running with Detroit. I like this a lot. Um, I don't. I just the, the Jets offense hasn't been as lethal as it's been. In the, mm-hmm. Not that I mean Jets offense and the word lethal doesn't really go together. I feel like, but um, they they have looked good. Um, but I, I I like Detroit this week as well. All right. Then we got. Pittsburgh versus Carolina. Um, you said no? Oh, okay. No, I didn't say I'm going with Carolina here. Uh, this is a little bit of an upset. Um, I think... 
<laughs> Sorry about that. Um, I think Sam Darnold had a pretty solid week last week against the Seahawks, and Pittsburgh has kind of been up and down a little bit. I think Caroline takes advantage of that, and they show that they're actually stronger than they actually are, than they are actually portrayed as. Uh, they still have a chance at winning this division, which is crazy to me. Um, but I think Carolina takes it out. I just have a gut feeling here. Yeah, I, I like it. Not um, too much logic. We're <laughs> packing it up, though. <laughs> no, just but I, I don't know. I feel like we've both been saying that Carolina's looked a lot better than their record. Like, they, they have their moments, and when they have those moments, they look good. They look like a pretty competent football team that can beat almost anyone. Um, but I'm going to roll with Pittsburgh this week. Um, I think the... I think the defense is too much for Carolina. I think Sam Darnold can't really keep it up. Um, yeah, that's what, I'm going to go Pittsburgh. Next game, Kansas City Chiefs against the Houston Texans. Oh, no. We're both going with Kansas City here. Um, not much debate there. Um, I think this is a bit of a blowout. No, not a bit. I think this is a blowout. But every week we say it's going to be a blowout against Houston. And they actually put up a pretty good fight yeah. last week against Dallas, which is kind of embarrassing for Dallas. Jeez. Um, I think that gives us a little bit of a like a little of a foreshadowing of Dallas and when they get to the playoffs, what's going to happen to them. All right. This isn't any different of a year for them, I don't think. I'm on the same page as him. Uh, KC takes it quick. All right, but we got Atlanta versus the Saints. Now, your boy Malone here took the Saints. Um, now, it's going to be a very close game, too. These are two very mid-teams. No, you took Atlanta. Actually, no, I didn't. You're right. Oh, wait, no, no, no I did take Atlanta. Jeez. <laughs> uh, there's two very mid-teams. You can switch up if you want. Nah, 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 nah. Desmond Ritter is him. His first start, actually, is this week, and I think he does pretty well. Um, Saints have been struggling recently. They're kind of tanking a little bit, even though they don't even have a pick next round or next first next year's first round. Um, but I don't know. I just have a good feeling about Desmond Ritter. I've been a supporter of him ever since he came out of the draft. Happy that he gets his first opportunity here. Rolling with him. Yeah, I, um, this one was tough for me. I never know what to do with New Orleans, but I am going to disagree with you and go with New Orleans. I think this. I think Ritter does show what he's capable of. I do like Ritter as well. But I think this is more of like an adjustment period of him kind of getting set into the offense. Um, and will show sparks, but I think New Orleans is more established. And um, that defense will step up a little bit. But I do want to shout out a friend of mine, um, a really good friend of mine, has uh, Drake London and had Kyle Pitts. And he's been waiting for the day where Desmond Ritter steps into the offense because he could not stand Mariota. So hopefully Ritter can boost Drake London's stock a little bit. Um, shout out to you, Jake. Uh, next game, let's go Dallas against Jacksonville. This is an interesting one. Well, what you got? Um, Dallas versus Jacksonville. Like I talked about this a little uh, before, but I think Dallas takes this one. Um, bounce back game for Dallas? About a little bit of a bounce back game. Um, Dallas is, is a very solid team, and their offense is, is very good. I mean, their running game is, is really good with Tony and um, Zeke back there. I think Jacksonville puts up a good fight, like I said before, but uh, Dallas's defense will probably end up having to lock up a little bit in the end, and I think they'll just do that. Uh, Trayvon Diggs, I think, will have a solid week against uh, the secondary. Um, 
But I think Dallas just outlasts them. I think it's going to become talent over coaching in the end of the game. Dallas will take that. Yeah, I think this is a bounce-back game for Dallas as well. Um, I think this is a blowout, actually. But the defense takes over. We already talked about this a little bit. Next game, um, I think neither one of us feels too good about this, but Arizona against the Denver Broncos. We both went Denver here. I don't love it. I don't know if you feel good about it either. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I haven't had faith in Denver this entire year. I mean, I'm just taking them here because of Colt McCoy. Um, and Denver showed me a little bit last week against the Chiefs, and hopefully Russell Wilson bounces back towards the end of the season, finishes it off pretty well. Pause. Um, but I think Denver does well, and I think they win this game. Um, but yeah, we're both going Denver. We're not, not confident about it, though. You know what? I'm going to switch it up. <clears throat> because we don't have enough disagreements anyway. Okay. And Colt McCoy's getting a lot of hate. So I'm going to ride with Colt McCoy this week. And I, I don't want to watch this game at all. I feel like I say that every week, do I? That I don't want to watch a specific game. I feel like I, I say that every week. Anyway, um, New England against Las Vegas. Here's another disagreement. I'm going Las Vegas. Um, like New Orleans, they've been a tough one for me to kind of pin down this this uh, season. Um, but Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs are two of the best, respectively, at their position. Um, and, yeah, I think Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro are designated to return from IR. Maybe the practice window's open, so that helps a little bit. But, yeah, I'm going Las Vegas but Malone has yeah I went with the Patriots um, I mean <coughs> I thought Arizona was going to win that game against the Patriots but they showed me that their defense really can lock up like that and Matthew Judon is him <coughs> and I think Belichick does the same thing to the Vegas Raiders offense um, their Patriots defense is just always very good every year and I think they show it again this Sunday <coughs> jeez I'm sorry for coughing guys it's okay Oh, yeah. Tennessee versus Chargers. What do you think? Or I mean, we both took the Chargers. I think just Justin Herbert's looking a lot better. Um, I keep saying that it, but I'm just gonna keep saying it. I guess they're looking to make that playoff push, and Justin Herbert just needs to keep stepping up, relying on Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Austin Eckler. Defense doesn't look too terrible. Um, they got some solid pieces, but. Yeah, Tennessee just doesn't really have any options. Mm. All right. I did the same thing. I'm on the same wavelength. Cincinnati versus Tampa Bay. Um, We're going with Cincinnati. Now, I'm a a big sport of Cincinnati. I really think they can go to the Super Bowl again. I think Joe Burrow is very talented. Um, I mean, of course, but (coughs) this offense has not slowed down after picking up a little speed there at the midseason, but... Their defense has also been playing really well recently. Um, and I think Cincinnati just takes us against Tampa Bay, who's been struggling. They got smacked by the Niners, slapped in the face, punched in the mouth. <laughs> um, but Tom Brady, he'll probably move in the offseason. Cincinnati, I think, wins this pretty handedly. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think the Bengals just have too many weapons on offense. You think you agree with me? Okay. I think, uh, yeah. Giants versus Washington. Not sure, though. And you picked Washington. Yeah, I picked Washington. I did as well. Two weeks ago, this was our tie. It was a 2020 tie. I went Giants, you went Washington. But now it's in 
Um, it's in DC. <laughs> it's in the Commander Stadium. Mm. There's no way the Giants win this game. Absolutely not. Commanders have been hot recently, making that playoff push. Giants have been struggling recently. And I think those trends continue. Heineke does a really good job managing this game. Offense plays pretty well. And their defense has been playing well, too. Um, Giants' defense really showed some weaknesses last week, though. I'm not going to lie. <coughs> Hopefully they don't keep that up, but not the most confident in it. But uh, for our last game of the week, Monday Night Football, we got Rams versus Green Bay. Um, <coughs> I would not be surprised, though, if Baker Mayfield leads the Rams to a win because, I mean, he played pretty well. Um, against the Vegas Raiders and uh, hopefully he does play well I, I do support Baker I'm a big fan but I, I put Green Bay here because I think Aaron Rodgers is going to take over I think their offense has been playing better recently they're starting to give the ball to Aaron Jones a little more um, and Christian Watson with the his his improvement is also looks really good too so um, hopefully they uh, hopefully it's a close game and entertaining game but I think Green Bay takes it yeah, I'm struggling with this one. I had Green Bay, I had the Rams, I went back to Green Bay, but I am sticking with the Rams. Um, I think the defense, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't love, I like, I think it's going to be a good game, but I think the defense kind of clamps Rodgers a bit, and Baker kind of shows that he is competent. He shouldn't have been just disregarded in the way he was. I think he's hungry to prove that he can beat such a legend like Aaron Rodgers. Um, and although he doesn't have the the pieces, per se, besides Kyron Williams, of course, um, I think he's going to take this one for the Rams. But, yeah, that wraps up our game picks. Um, I don't know if we are going to be recording next week as we have breaks, so we will be in different places. But... We will try to work something out. Um, make sure to dis- to follow our Instagram at dorm to dorm fantasy. Yes. And yeah, anything you gonna say? No, I mean, you know, it's the playoffs. Hope you guys move on. Um, happy you guys listen with this with us. Uh, it's been a really fun time. Um, I'll I'll be moving back to California for the winter break, and Max will be in Manhattan. Um, Hopefully we can arrange something virtually so that we can still do the episodes. Um, No matter what, we're still going to give you guys the content that you need, um, whether it be in podcast form or not. But you guys are the number one priority. Send us any DMs or anything you guys want us to talk about. Um, We'd love to talk about it on the podcast, but wish the best of luck to you guys. Um, In week 15, hopefully it's an entertaining week. Hopefully no one gets hurt. Hopefully everyone stays healthy. Um, But... Appreciate you guys for listening. Yep. Peace. Peace.